little guy in front of him. I'll fucking wreck your shit! Fucking do it. I mean, clear. <laughs> no. Is that our cue? Yeah, the dog barking was the cue. I swear, though, like, he was laying down until we went live. <laughs> Lay down. There we go. Well, we're live, and Kim's dog knows it. Yep. Because it's going to start barking. Yeah. And want to go outside and be just a, a nonsense. Nonsense. I feel like your dog just lays there the rest of the day, except for when it's time to record. Literally, like he has been resting. We went on a three mile walk. He like sparred with Zoe, the shepherd I'm watching. They play, he's been laying, and then it's like, all right, let's go live. And he's like, wait, I'm here. <laughs> I did just uh, contact, I think I'm going to send him to Dogs by Andy. Ah, there you go. Yeah, Andy uh, in Mooresville. Very good. Very good uh, dog trainer, trained Sergil. Yeah. Uh, he's trained a lot of driver's dogs. Yeah. Um, a lot of people in, you know, the Mooresville, Charlotte area. So he's really good. A little out there. I feel like if you're going to be a dog trainer, you got to be a little bit out there. But yeah. good guy overall. Dogs are strange, but great creatures. They are strange. Animals in general are strange. I don't get it. People are strange. People are strange. When you're a stranger. It's the doors. It's making a doors reference there. Anyway, that's uh, that's what we got. So it was uh, we had Michigan. We had silly season. Um, two races, two days. Bad things happened. Good things happened. Overall, Michigan choose rule. What was your take on the choose rule? Uh, choose rule to me, uh, I liked it. I personally liked it. Um, didn't have any of the brake checking stuff off pit road. Uh, it was, yeah, to kind of, you know, put some thought into it quickly, like, okay, you're lining up and, uh, you know, I say, so a couple of times we were back in the pack from Pitting or whatever. And, you know, the outside lane is the preferred lane there, but you could jump ahead like three or four rows if you chose the bottom, which is like how you, to me, I, I couldn't believe more people didn't do it. I was surprised how much, uh, the bottom was open. Um, but I, I did enjoy it. Uh, it was a lot of strategy to it. Sometimes it worked out for you. If you took a chance and wanted to restart on the bottom, sometimes it didn't, but, um, I, I liked it. I thought it was really good. So I, I loved it. I thought it was fun. I thought it was funny though. Like some of the drivers had a hard time not driving through the, uh, commitment arrow, whatever we're calling it. Like some just were like literally drove right over it. Well, that, that was my question. Like, how hard was it to see in the car? It was a little difficult. Uh, you had to look for it, especially uh, on Saturday's race where it was getting kind of dark. By the end of it, you're like, uh, flipping my visor up. I'm like, because there was two, because they, they moved it. Yeah I, turn one. yeah, I saw where, like, they maybe decided, like, oh, we should probably give them a little more space. And so they, like, yeah. tried to black over it, and it was, like, still yeah. there. So that was a little hard to see, but. Honestly, everyone would lay way off each other, so you just see where that guy went and make a move. But I liked it. I thought it was really good, personally. So It was fun to watch. It, and yeah. it, it definitely, I know Saturday, it uh, provided some uh, some action when, when Bubba, late in the race, chose to go low and then freaking sent it. <laughs> like, almost cool. four wide at one point after the restart. Yeah. But 
you had the opportunity to create action like that, which was exciting. Yeah, it's just another thing to look at, right? Coming to the restart, she, it's not only where's the leader going to choose, but where's everyone else going to choose as well. So that's just something extra for people to watch and another interesting thing to pay attention to. Well, and in his post-race interview Saturday, you know, we, we talked a little bit about silly season stuff last week, but he teased silly season stuff um, in his post-race interview on, on NBC. So we're just hitting full on into, huh? Bubba did? Yeah. Why well, didn't see that? He said, basically, you know, it's great when you got a team that can give you a hot ride like this and we can go out there and put on a good show. And he said something like, we got some news coming at some point. It was very like team. The team's doing really well and you love it when you have a team doing this. And then he teased, like, we got news coming at some point. I don't know what his news is. And, you know, it could yeah. be when we release the show, his news is out. Um, we saw last week Maybe. the Jones and Bell stuff come out. So yeah. we're, we're yeah. knee deep in it. They broke those two news, you know, stories up. Kind of weird. Like, wasn't it like last week it said Eric wasn't going to return to the 20? And then they, they was like yesterday the yeah. news broke that Bell was going to the 20. It's like everyone kind of knew that. Yeah. Once you knew Eric was out, like you knew Bell was going to go in there. Plus, like, but. TRD came out before the Bell announcement saying we want to continue the relationship with Bell. So it's like there's only so many Toyota legitimate options. Yeah. So it was like, yeah. I mean, obvious. we, we may or may not have taped the Bell like not not having we didn't it wasn't like we had the information but it was like that sort of we pretty much figure this is going to be it so let's go ahead and tape this as if it were it and then boom yeah that's a little pull behind the curtain of you know uh, <laughs> tv magic hey it's just being prepared right if we got it wrong which is well we'll just delete this video and no harm no foul sources say yeah sources close to the situation i want to know where all these sources come from Sources shocks me in all kind of sports. Sources, sources confirm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who's your source? I want to know. Hey, that's number one rule. You, you can't give up the source, man. Got to keep the source okay. confidential. I'll just start writing crazy stories like about you or Kim. I'll be like, I got a source, I swear. <laughs> and they say this and it's confirmed. <laughs> Chuck likes to play with beanie babies and dolls. I mean, sources confirm. I won't deny it. <laughs> I could see Chuck having a beanie baby. I mean, it's not a beanie baby. I got my Ninja Turtles. Ah, well, Ninja Turtles are like a cooler. different... They're action figures. They're not yeah, dolls. Yeah, yeah. They're like action figures slash... Would you consider a Ninja Turtle a superhero? Yeah. That's the question. Is a Ninja Turtle a superhero? They are yeah, teenage super. mutant ninja turtles. They are super. Yeah. Yeah. I put them in the superhero crazy category, but you don't ever like... They don't ever get like thrown into discussion when you talk superheroes. You're like, oh, Batman, Superman, Captain America. Donatello well, I don't know who owns. I, th- I don't think. I don't think Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. They're not part of like DC or Marvel, are they? They're like Konami. I don't know what they are. Uh, I don't know what they are, but, but I think they're. I feel like they a little bit shafted, not being in the superhero company. Shafted. Are, are yeah. they? Are they like the um, the Power Rangers? Are they like a Saban or whatever it is? Um, it might be. Yeah, this is like this is the thing. Like the nerds on the internet are gonna be like, um, you, you don't no. know this off the top of your head. It's like, Actually, mm, technically speaking, Ninja Turtles originated in 1970. Yes, they were created by uh, but, yeah, a certain Cowabunga dude. 
<laughs> trying to see if I could pull up the um, where they a car, was it a cartoon then was it a video game then a cartoon or video a cartoon then I think it was a cartoon and then a video game. I yeah. and this is my childhood. Like I should know this. Um, Power Rangers were more my childhood. Yeah. Power Rangers, like Dragon Ball Z and stuff. Viacom. And the pink Power Rangers was named Kimberly, which I always enjoyed, but I just didn't like that she was pink. You didn't like that? That was like my first love. No, I liked that like her name was Kimberly and that there was a Power Ranger with my name, but I was like kind of a tomboy and I was like, ugh, why not have the pink one? <laughs> was it, uh, what, what was her name? Amy Jo, Amy Jo Johnson. They played. Uh, yes. That's yeah. who. Yeah, yeah. No, she was. Uh, what she looks like. I need to look. Is there a bookshelf? All right, I'm gonna ask it. Is there a cricket near you? There has to be. Yes, there is. <laughs> I think out. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about this actress. She was also in. Um... Oh, what else was she in? Some, some. Uh sitcom or drama i feel like hold on teenage mutant Ninja turtles first appeared in american comic book american comic Publicity, book. i knew it anyway it's uh so yeah they were in uh comic book in 1984 so it's comic book first and then it went to the tv so uh they were a parody of marvel comics apparently. yeah so self-published, self-published. So I figured that's yeah. why they're probably not as big. Then Playmates toys, a, yeah. Hmm? They've had a couple new movies. Yeah, come out lately. I'm not they're as okay. I, I like the older right. movies. I like the, the the ones of my childhood. The live action. Yeah, yeah. Did they come out with a live action one that was really bad. I mean, they did. Like these, this is from the live action. Like this is the live action. Uh, the original the live, live action. action. Yeah. Ones, they're like kind of scary. Yeah. Like yeah, they look terrifying. They look terrible. Corey Feldman was in one of those. Oh yeah, that cricket yeah. is really going to town. I know. I mean, he's just gets so call, I guess so many so many tweets about the cricket. Well, <laughs> you know what? What do you want? Do you yeah. want a clear picture or do you want cricket? I want crickets. Personally, it just it oh. it has the live feel. It has the live feel, even though it's not live at all. I mean, it's live to us. Um, yeah. So, Ninja Turtles, fun stuff. Uh, Speaking of dolls, action figures, you sent us that thing about the uh, the, <laughs> the doll. The, the trolls? The trolls. Yeah. With, uh, a secret button. Uh, so, apparently, right, there's there's the trolls with the button, and you push, I think, it's their chest. And they say like hug me or something or maybe their belly. Yeah, they'll, they'll and sing then, and all that. Then if you go under mm-hmm. the skirt, they mm-hmm. like they like they make like a tickling noise. It's literally a button on her crotch. And it does like a ooh, <laughs> like a wee. Yeah, it's like that's just not right. Why? The crazy thing about that story. Sorry, I have a knife from when I was <laughs> the crazy thing about that. <laughs> um. Is it's not advertised on the box, which I thought was super creepy. So, like on the box, it's like, oh, Poppy the Troll, squeeze her belly. She like says, break, like ten phrases. 
nowhere on the box or on any of the information, like instruction wise of the doll, does it mention that there is a button on her crotch that has sound effects. Yeah. It's just the secret, the secret, uh, place, sacred place. Only, only real people know about that. But who approves that? Well, yeah, it's got, you know how many people that had to go through? Yeah. And yeah, they're like, oh, yeah, that? oh, yeah. I mean, who designed it and like, is like, gives it the green light and says, this is a good idea. This is a great idea for children. You sitting in like a marketing meeting and it's like, hmm, yes, this is a good doll. Uh, this button on the bottom. Nobody's going to see it. Nobody will notice mm-hmm. it. I can see like, like a place like, you remember Spencer's in the mall when malls were a thing? And they sold like, kind of like, Edgy yeah. stuff. Like I could see like a knockoff one, like being sold at Spencer's that was like that. I remember going to Spencer's as a little kid and there was like a fake Barbie, like it wasn't yeah. a tell Barbie, but it was like a pregnant version where like the belly popped out. Like <laughs> weird weird off Yeah. No, I mean like as a humor thing, yeah, I could see that. But it's just marketing. It's like official troll market. Yeah. Not, yeah, not the official troll merch. And the fact that the sounds that are made when you press the button are, they're not even like phrases like, have a great day. Or anything. Like, it's literally like, wee. Yeah. Yeah. Not a, not a good look. Not a good not look for uh, the, the trolls worldwide. And, and I mean, a massive repo. Was it Hasbro? Which company made them? Trolls were made by Hasbro. That's like a big, legit brand. Yeah. I mean, there's got to be a whole, like, department of, hey, is this inappropriate to give to kids department? Like, I would think that that would just be, like, somebody's got to be the, the vice president yeah, of like, don't give this so to kids. Line, though, like, whatever executive design approval person gets to it, like, they don't even, because she was wearing a dress. Like, they just, like, squeeze her stomach. They don't even, like, lift her skirt because it's not even on their brain. Like, oh, there might be a button in her crotch. But yeah, to get mass produced like that, it's not like there was just one that had it and they snuck one through. Like, this is a, like, I feel like if you're putting a product out, you're going to inspect every part. Like, just make sure that this is, this piece won't yeah. fall off, that a kid might choke on it. Like, there's got to be. And then a statement from the company was like, well, it's supposed to be utilized when she's seated. So she says things like when she's seated, doesn't make it any better. No, no. <laughs> These phrases were meant like, you know, late at night on the bed, the kids were It'd be terrible. They, they definitely, they meant to do it. They knew what they were doing. It was like Wayfair. <laughs> <laughs> Wayfair and Hasbro. I was looking Maybe at Wayfair couches. I was looking at couches because I want to get a new couch for my living room. And I was, I was like, oh, Wayfair's got good deals. I don't want that couch. Like, can, is it okay to buy from Wayfair again? I don't know. You should look up Polly and Bark. Polly and Bark? Like, couch daybed from them. They do a good job. Daybed? That's pretty reasonable. Uh, need a night bed. <laughs> it's more like a hybrid <laughs> David slash couch. Okay. It's okay. not like a David David. I just didn't want like an obtrusive, clunky couch in my main room. Right. But no. it smells like a back. Probably can see it. That's what I usually am sitting on. Is that? Yeah. I, yeah. 
That's what it was. I didn't even know there were things called daybeds. I have somebody turning in my driveway. Oh. Oh. This could be fun. Or just turning around. Yeah. Hey, old timer. How you doing? <laughs> just hanging out here. It's like it's- a strange place to do a turnaround. Like, where's he go? Like, you live in the middle of nowhere. Well, I think he might have got turned around. So he turned around. Mm. Anyway. <laughs> you could get turned around real easy out there, I feel like. You can, but I mean, and it's not that bad. Yeah. It's not that bad. You're in the middle of the wilderness, man. <laughs> I'm on a road. <laughs> like, there's a road. It's not like I'm in the mountains. It's not like a deer path that you live on? No. Okay. No. Like, it's on a road. An old wagon trail? At least in my driveway. Yeah. And then the driveway is a little bit different, but it ain't that bad. Ain't that bad. Ain't that bad. Ain't that bad. Uh, speaking of roads and daybeds, um, Daytona road course. Hey, you're going to do that. <laughs> there it is. There it is. Um, it's coming up this weekend. And I, I got to say, so coming up on NASCAR.com, we're going to have a lot of content that's promoting the road course at Daytona. Uh, we just got done taping with Ken Martin, who's the our resident historian, about mm-hmm. the 1975 modified race there that Bobby Allison and um, Merv, Trickler, I believe his, I think Merv Trickler won the 75, Allison won 74 and 76, but the Modifieds did the road course, so NASCAR has a history of running sanctioned races on there, which there'll be a historical piece coming up too, but this 20 minute video is basically Ken looking at this old footage and saying, oh yeah, that's Richie Evans, that's uh, Bugsy Stevens, like just naming off and telling you facts about uh, the race, so it's pretty cool, so check that out. Coming up soon on NASCAR.com on the, unit, on the YouTube page, which you should subscribe to if you haven't already. Good That's my pitch. Uh, yeah, we'll race on the road course. That'll be interesting. No practice at all. Uh, we will have a chance to watch other series, three other series race on it before we race on it. True. Um, which will be nice to watch. Uh, I think Arca runs there Friday. Yep, Friday at 5, I believe. Yeah, Xfinity Saturday, and then I think don't the trucks race Sunday right before us? They do, I believe. So, yeah, I'll be able to watch you a little bit. Like, what when you're watching that? Like, what are you going to be looking for? Eh, Passing zones and like, it's hard to kind of figure out breaking points, but kind of maybe how people run in corners. And I think the biggest thing is just passing zones. Like, you have a small idea, but okay, maybe there's one you don't know about or how people set it up to maybe get by in, in one of them. So that's, that's what I'll be looking for. Things like that. So. What do you think the first lap is going to be like? Pandemonium. Hell yeah. I'm going to send it. I'm going to see it all. Cause I start 24th this weekend. Cause the new rules. Sure. I like the new starting lineup rules. I definitely don't like them now. <laughs> After what happened, so uh, I don't know. I'm sure I'll like them if you have a good weekend. I'm sure you won't if you have a bad weekend before. So I I gotta ask this: Did, Were you in the care center at the same time with Brad? No, I never saw Brad. Okay, I had no. to. I 
because I saw the interviews and they were pretty close together. So I didn't know if you guys had. Um... Brad finished up like right before Ryan got okay. released. Yeah. Yeah. He was driving away on his golf cart right when I walked out. So, but I did not see him. Yeah. I, I went, I drove to the garage and was in the garage for a little bit. And then I took the mandatory ride to the Caro Center. Which is so far away now in Michigan. They moved it from where it used to be. I didn't realize that until I had to start walking there. And I was like. I saw you walking there and I felt bad. But uh, there was no yeah, because it's COVID. So I have like this like yeah. mic stand for like the drivers because I can't use the same mic. So I literally was like dragging that. I feel like I was like in the middle of the prairie. <laughs> like walking. It literally is deep in turn four. Little Kim on the prairie. Yeah. Yeah, it's deep over there. But, yeah, no, we didn't see each other. We talked a little bit. That was about it. Yeah. So. I I will say, Cole Pern had a tweet. That I didn't see it. He said, I don't know what you're looking at. Oh, I got to pull it up because I got to quote it verbatim. But he, he basically um, said, I don't know what you're looking at on the car. Like, there's nothing on the car. You just screwed up. Like, um, but, but he got, he got torched on Twitter for saying that. Um, yeah, was it was in respect to, uh, he said it to, 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 he was saying it to Keselowski. It said nothing broke on the car. You just screwed, screwed up. Got to love when they walk around the car looking for an excuse. Mm, oh, got it. And then he said, I, I was just making light of that classic driver thing where you get out and look around and see what. You, know, you want to look at the car. He's probably just looking at the damage to see how bad it was. But it's when you fall off of or you trip, like if you if you're walking down the street and you trip, you go back and you look at what you tripped on. Like nothing you can unless, do about it. Unless you're me and you know it's your own feet. Yeah. <laughs> just look at your shoe. What the hell, shoe? Yeah. So I can see the. You know. Okay. If you. You go down in the corner and like you break something, okay? Like you break a spindle or something, yeah. and you gotta park it. You maybe go over there, like what the heck broke? Yeah. But at that point, after you hit the fence, can't really. You don't really know. It's kind of pointless, but yeah. you know, hey, it could. I like it. Could just be. I want to see how bad the damage is. Like, could I drive it to the yeah. garage? Could I have driven it to the garage? Or is it? Yeah. Just, or you just want to like look distracted so you don't have to answer questions right away like <laughs> oh it's the canooter valve that's that's what yeah. happened okay no, like, yeah. 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 so people can't like check your facial expressions yeah. so you're just like oh i'm gonna look busy here kind of like mm-hmm. if like people that like go to coffee shops or like dinner by themselves and like <laughs> pretend to like look at their phone or pretend to read so they don't feel awkward or just start random texts with people so you're looking occupied like you look like you're doing something. Yeah. I don't know that from experience at all. I've never Not done that. Yeah. Never done that. <laughs> um, going back to Daytona, have you looked at the, uh, this is one thing that I'm kind of excited about. Have you looked at the uh, weather report? Well, I haven't looked at it, but it is summer in Florida. So afternoon thunderstorms mm-hmm. are most likely going to happen. And most likely, there's I'd say three out of our four races are going to be run in the rain. Yes. You know, yeah. I'm not excited about that, but I am excited about that. This I is mean, the first time we can be excited about rain in Daytona. Like, normally, yeah, rain in true. Daytona is like, 
the most terrible thing. That's true. Lightning will still put a hold to it, though. Shh, don't jinx us. I'm just saying. Right. We the have rain. lightning in road America. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that was like did. Whatever week in a row we've had lightning. 2020, man. We got lucky in Michigan. It was beautiful. Oh, God, it was perfect. Two days. We got a little, got a little hot on Sunday, but it was nice. Because sometimes rain in Michigan is a thing, too, in the summer. Yeah. No, but, yeah, it'll probably be raining in Daytona. And it's great. Have, let's go. Let's roll. No one knows what the hell they're doing anyways. And we're going to throw rain in there. Let's Let's do it. In the words of a great American, and I'm going to mark it before I say it, fucking send it, brother. <laughs> full send. Full We're send. I'm going to try it. Hey. There will be someone full sending. Yeah. I wanna, have they uh, shown what the trophy looks like? I'm curious with the trophy for the first road course in the... I haven't seen it. NASCAR. Well, not first, but... Yeah, I haven't seen it. Uh I'm not sure what it like. It's the Harley J Squirrel Trophy because it's going to get squirrely on the track. That was terrible. I am sorry. I apologize. Real bad. You tried. Yeah. You tried. You tried, but not every time you try, you succeed. It's yeah. so wait. Arca's running on it too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's that will be interesting. Mm-hmm. Over it's under. Crazy. How many laps are they running? I don't know how many laps they're running. Like, do they have more cautions than laps? Advertised laps? Uh, All I know is that, at least at Michigan, the Arkans did way better than the truckers did. The trucks ran 48 of 100 laps under caution. Almost half of the race at Michigan for trucks was under caution. That race was supposed to take, like, 90 minutes, and it took, like, the the length of a cup race. It was, like, three and a half hours or something. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. the guy who won it, Zane Smith, Josh, my spotter, was spotting for him. And he said on the first green-white checker, he lined up like 18th. And ended up winning the damn race after having a couple of green-white checkers. Jesus. He had an emotional uh, victory lane. Yeah. He was a little, weird, a little misty. Yeah. He tried to walk away from Alan Kavana, and Alan was like, no, you're answering no, another question. No, this is TV gold. Yeah. It's like, you were crying. I'm going to ask more questions. And McMurray on the broadcast did say, I cried in just about every victory lane. I'd love to see that emotion. <laughs> yeah, it's, you get a first truck win, man. It's cool. Yeah, yeah. Cool. National Series win. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. Got a lot of, good deal. Got a lot of good young talent in the NASCARs. Are there any cup drivers running the auxiliary series at Daytona to get like a leg up? Or is that not even allowed? I didn't know there was an auxiliary series running. What do you mean auxiliary series? No, like premium series. So like, Oh no, you're not allowed to. Yeah. I didn't think so. No one's allowed. Like you can't even run an Xfinity or in a truck race. Like you're not allowed or an Arca race. You can't run two. Yeah. Gotcha. I figured yeah. it wasn't allowed, but I was like, cause I mean, NASCAR did hand down that penalty, um, to, uh, oh, for testing. Yeah. Alex LeBay. Um, so, What's the, the difference, though, between this and the Rolex is that final chicane, yeah? Mm-hmm. So, like, it won't be identical for, like, Kyle Busch and what Jimmy's run the Rolex before. 
Yeah, I mean, I'll, yeah, everything's the same but that. Everything's the same but that last chicane. So I think it'll be pretty similar. I mean, you only got a couple corners to figure out, but but the cars are different. All that good stuff. But we've been in a simulator a lot. I go there Thursday morning again. We've been there twice already. We, all of us been using it up. I'm sure, everyone has. Try to get a slight idea. But team's been using it for, you know, trying to figure out what gears to run. All that stuff's been up in the air. So everyone's been working at that. I'm actually looking at NASCAR.com right now, and there's a compact car uh, race from 1961, which was a NASCAR-sanctioned race, that they went backwards. So they did the road course, but they did it the opposite way. So it's interesting to watch. Wow. Like I said, we're going to have content all week about the history of this road course because it's a historical moment in the sport. I should give out a Rolex if you went. Rolex step up. That would be, I mean, do you just make like a giant, like flavor flav size Rolex for this trophy? That'd be sick. That'd be so sick. I think that would be amazing. That's the trophy. I'd wear that thing out everywhere. Like, where would you get that? (laughs) Don't worry about it. Do you need to know what time it is? Here, it's it's, 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 this time right here. Yeah. yeah. Look at it. <laughs> Get to know yeah. my times. There's only four more races to the playoffs. I know. Okay, that's what I was just about to say before Chuck started talking. I'll just four stop more talking. races, three more weeks. That's crazy. All of them at DIS? Ah. No. Dover tweeted out the other day, like, oh. your NASCAR schedule for the next X, some number of races is just DIS, DIS, DIS. Dover should be interesting. There's a lot of racing at Dover in one weekend. Lots. Lots. Lots of races. Everyone, everyone's going there. We run twice. Yeah. You guys run twice. I think Xfinity runs twice, right? Do they? There's, I didn't know that. I thought there was another. I didn't. Or maybe it's ARCA, Trucks, Xfinity, and then two cup. I don't know. There's like literally five races or something. Would you say that it is a monster of a weekend? Oh, dear God. <laughs> you are extra special with the... I know. I, I trimmed the mustache this week, so it's it's helped uh, clear up my, my thought process. I'm about yeah. to look it up. ARCA. No, it's too exciting. So it's an ARCA race, a truck race. Xfinity race, cup race, Xfinity race, cup race. Okay. That's craziness. Be a lot of racing. But I feel like Dover in general, there's always something going on at the track at Dover. It just feels like there's constantly. Hey, Jimmy Johnson, let's get to a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Was that your dad? My father. Just said, I bet Jimmy Johnson doesn't sit in his yard and do a podcast. Yeah, I don't really know what he meant by that. I don't know why he said that. That's a little I love Dave. Yeah. That's yeah. actually funny. He made it on the show when you were on the show, Kim. Yeah, That's but he didn't, real- he didn't realize I was on. If he realized I was on, he probably wouldn't have said anything. Yeah. I should have said, say hey to Kim. It's the <laughs> hey. first time you guys are ever meeting. <laughs> Virtually. I watched. Virtually. I've seen your dad in person plenty of times. I watched the Dale Jr. download after uh, the, I guess is the ex- the cup race um, Saturday night, and they had uh, Rodney uh, Childers on there, um, yeah. which 
I mean, I, I, I've, you know, you, you get to work with him, you get to talk to him, like really nice guy. Didn't realize like how cool he was just based off of that stuff. But I also didn't realize that he worked with your dad back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. Rodney's a good guy. Uh, I've known him for a while. He worked on dad's Jasper car, uh, back in Oh three. Uh, and he was just like a crew guy. Yeah. And, uh, it's, it's cool to see him still in the sport and where he is today and what he's done. So, but yeah, I've known Ronnie for a while. He's a really good guy. And I, I, I watched some clips from that episode and it was cool to hear him talking about it. But a lot of stuff. So that like that, it was, it was a good episode. That's just hearing like, cause he's a local guy. Grew up around here, yeah. raised yeah, around I, here. Hey, got a Mooresville. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You got a Mooresville high too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's funny how it's just a small community, this NASCAR stuff. Just a small little. It's a family. It's a traveling family. Right. Yeah. Struggling circus. Yeah, that's right. Hey, that it is. That's right. Um, so I went camping last week and I got made fun of because I was worried about the bears. And Where'd you go camping? Went to Linville Gorge. We went down uh, the Devil Hole and then yeah. camped over on the uh, Wiseman's View side of the gorge. So did. Probably four-ish miles of hiking and backpacking, and then so you hiked in backpack. Well, our goal was to hike in and do a whole loop, but then we got down to the river and the rain had it was too high to actually cross, so we had to go back out and drive around. Um, um, but we tried to cross, but it was like we're yeah. somebody's going to die if we do this. We're on trail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fording a river with rapids and backpacks. When how big was your pack? Um, it's a sixty-eight. I think sixty-eight. So it's good for like a couple days. Like I'm not doing like. What does that mean? A sixty-eight liters. I think it's liters. Oh. Yeah, it holds sixty-eight liters worth of gear. Maybe. Yeah. Sounds about right. Yeah, I need to go over there. I heard it's pretty good. Oh, that's awesome over there and. Uh, Backpacking in, camping. Well, the Very nice. The U.S. government put out a a, a warning about bears because bear attacks have actually been on the rise in 2020, and it's either because more people are venturing out into the wilderness, or there's not as much. Uh, I don't know what it is, but there's they're they're on the rise. Grizzly bear and black bear encounters are on the rise, so. They put out a warning that said, do not try to outrun the bears and do not try to outrun your slowest friend. And don't climb. Like, they're like yeah. bears can climb, which you forget, which is terrifying to think about. Yeah. Uh, good thing you don't have to worry about grizzly bears. Right. Uh, black bears, they'll still screw you up, but they're not as big. You just got a rough and, talk. Uh, hey, boy, yeah. get out of here. Uh, yeah. Or get yeah, a bear box. That's it. Bear box. Get some bear spray. Yeah. <laughs> bear spray. Go and get bear. Uh, you got spray. Yeah. I think that's why it's on the rise probably is because people are venturing out in the wilderness. So there's more to record, right? Yeah. I mean, there's, there's no way, you know, that. Yeah. That's got to be it. Like. And probably so, more people that aren't used to being around wildlife. Yeah. So. They don't but know what to do with cool. the bears. Did you bring anything in case you did get in a bear attack? No, no. I mean, we. I had a knife. Yeah. Wait. What? Knife's not going to help. I mean, if it gets in close, then I'm just going to, you know, just kind of. Have you read or seen the revenant? 
You're basically <laughs> done for. I know. But at least I'll go out fighting. It can't hurt. Yeah. It can't hurt to have one. Although I, I did. Better than nothing. Yeah. Better than, not, better than your fists. I mean, maybe I like fling the knife and like catch it right here and then boom. Oh, dude. Like, yeah. A, yeah. Yeah. Maybe I'm, I'm good with my knife skills from watching right. the Ninja Turtles as a kid. Yeah. If I go camping, I always bring a gun. There's a little <laughs> pistol you put in your backpack just in case. We, uh, but we did not have one of those. Uh, yeah. Cause my buddy, <laughs> he was like, I could bring my dad's Glock. Doesn't have any bullets, but I could bring it. It's like, <laughs> got him with no bullets. That's worse than a knife. Yeah. That's, that's, that's worse than having a knife. Bear. Like a bear doesn't know. So <laughs> I mean, a bear doesn't even know what that is. Like, it's not going to, no, it's yeah. no idea. He's not going to be like, Oh, whoa. Yeah. Whoa, easy, <laughs> well, Hey, 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 I didn't know what I was walking into. That's, Oh, yeah. I come I in peace. The other yeah. thing that killed me is like we're camping in Linville Gorge and my buddy to go to sleep started playing a podcast. Last case? <laughs> no, it was playing last podcast on the left. And it was it's a great podcast if you haven't listened to it about basically it's a lot of true crime stuff. Um they were doing one on a vampire hunt. Um, so they got some pretty cool, like out there occult stuff. Um, wow. Like conspiracy theory type things. Uh huh. Uh huh. So it's pretty good. It's three dudes that uh, just talk about random stuff. Um, yeah, but they also script out some of them. And this one was about vampire attacks and then energy vampires that would come at you in your sleep. So as I'm rocking away in my, uh, hammock. Listening. Energy vampires. Yeah. yeah. Gotta keep moving. The sun yeah. keeps moving. It's getting hot. That will happen Shade. during the day. I mean, it's. Damn sun, get out of here. Get hot. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Get under them shade trees. Yeah. Yeah. Be good to go. Yeah. But I've been watching uh, or listening to. um. Gosh, what's the fuck? Is uh, Crime Junkies, I think it's called. Yeah. Crime oh. Junkies. Uh, it's about like murders and like some unsolved stuff. Uh, they're great. They're like 45 minutes long and uh, you can roll through them. It's, they're pretty good. That stuff keeps me entertained. Yeah. I haven't listened. I've seen those. I haven't listened to them yet. Yeah, they're pretty good. I think it's crime junkies. That sounds familiar. Yeah. There was, uh, I was listening to NPR this weekend. I'm going to sound like a complete nerd. Um, but it, it, like a lot of times on these podcasts and NPR, you'll notice that like a lot of the same stories pop up, like in the yeah. news stuff that they're talking about. And the one that I saw this week weekend was about psychics in Maine that are helping you find your marijuana if you lose it, because it is not illegal in Maine to possess marijuana. They made that legal. And apparently later in the year, recreational use is supposed to come online but because of covid that's been delayed so there is a shop that has basically said call us if you've lost your weed tell us specifically how much you lost and what type it was that you lost and we'll have someone come and find it they would turn AKA, it aka they'll just yeah you they'll just sell you weed yeah but you can't they the psychic uh stuff is not available for people under the age of 21 um right. And if you don't know what type of weed you lost, they can help you figure out what type of weed that was. 
by smoking it. Um, I wonder what the influx of population will be for Maine once that gets passed. I mean, probably no more than Colorado, California. A lot of people moved to Colorado when that happened, by the way. Yeah. Is there a... I'm not familiar with the laws of recreational... I'm not either. Is there an age limit like there is for alcohol? I would think. I think it's 21. I just never hear about that. Like, is it 18? Is it 21? I'd feel like 21. I think it's 21. I think it's the same as alcohol and what tobacco is now. Yeah. Or at least in North Carolina. I don't know if that's nationwide. You have to be 21 now to buy tobacco. But I know it's North Carolina. Huh. Um, It's not 18 anymore here. But something we don't have to worry about if we did tobacco. I know. But. Ain't done of tobaccos. Um, that's uh, it, I think that's one of the things that's holding it back is the whole like, all right, what are the regulations? You have to be 21. How do you tell if someone has been driving under the influence? Like you have a breathalyzer if you've been drinking and driving. Like how do you figure out how do you do a field sobriety test if somebody's yeah. hmm. like there's little things no like that to enforce it. But, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I don't I know. Do can, they know. Measure, can they measure THC immediately like that? I don't know. I don't. I'm not going to chance it. Yeah. <laughs> I will say I take CBD drops sometimes at night before bed, mm-hmm. and they will give you a good night's sleep and some very vivid dreams. At least for me. Oh yeah. Yeah. What you been dreaming about, Kim? You have to do the drops though, the uh-huh. ones that you like hold under your tongue. I don't feel like any of the other like CBD products work, but the drops work. You microdose in CBD? CBD is legal. I know, I know, I know. Not a drug, but it does give a good night's sleep, at least yeah. for me. I have a buddy who's got, he works for a supplement company where they like provide a lot of like wholesale stuff to gyms. And yeah. he said he's got this stuff that's a combo of melatonin and CBD that are Ooh. sleeping pills that he takes. So he swears by him. He swears by him. Like I said, they, I, t- I bought some and then took it to Michigan and I slept. Fantastic. Good dreams, deep sleep. If I, I do, I, I'll take some NyQuil if I have trouble sleeping, but that'll get you weird. Yeah. Like, make you have weird dreams. That makes me have weird dreams. I don't really yeah, like it because it makes me feel like, like shit. Any of that day. kind of stuff I- yeah, I feel like shit the next day. The only time I do that is if I'm like sick. Yeah. Yeah. My mom used to give us uh trimenic on Christmas Eve to get us to go to sleep. I remember I that. never even heard of it. It's it's like a NyQuil thing for kids. Uh it's a Isn't kid. it grape flavored? It was like grape and orange. I only remember the grape. Like I'd line up and be like my nail has finally started. Gotcha. The part that's like the blood underneath has finally started to grow and got got to the edge. <laughs> that was like two months ago. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. So yeah, how slow fingernails grow, even though they think they grow crazy I fast. Feel like they, I feel like they grow fast, but I guess not. Yeah. Did you guys see the uh, tweet that uh, Burroughs sent in the in the little text group about the 103 year old woman that got a tattoo? You seeing your your the frog? Uh, yeah, the frog thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Fantastic. She's like, all of a sudden I decided I would like to have one. 
And if I could, a frog, because I like frogs. This is a weird, this is a weird question, but because when you are in the latter stages of life, your skin becomes a little bit more loose, do you think that there's less or more pain associated with getting a tattoo when you're of that age? And I don't even think tattoos, like, they're painful, but they're more annoying than painful, in my opinion. Granted, I haven't gotten them, like, anywhere but my limbs. But do you think it's more or less painful when you're older and have essentially, like, loose skin? Old people have loose skin. Mm -hmm. Do you have to, like, stretch out the skin? Yeah, like, if you're the tattoo artist, you have to, like... Stretch it, yeah. Spread it? I don't know, and I feel like you think... The older you get, the thinner your skin gets as well. Yeah. True. So, like, I don't know, a thinner skin. I know, like, when it's thinner skin, when I get them done, it might be a little bit more tender. I don't know. I feel like if you're 103, though, you've already been through a lot of pain. You don't really care anymore. Yeah. Just send it. Like, just, I doubt you'll even feel it. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe I'll get one. If I live to 100, maybe I'll be like, Try it out. I'll just get finally a full sleeve if I make it to 100. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I figure if I make freshest it to... the oldest tattoo ever. So if that's the oldest tattoo? The freshest oldest. The freshest. Get a, she got a tattoo at 103. That's like the freshest tattoo, mm -hmm. but it's the oldest. On the oldest person. There's a photo of her on a motorcycle after getting the uh, tattoo. Uh, on a motorcycle? Yeah, yeah. She's Ooh. just living life. Yeah. I mean, if you make it that far, like, I figure if I make it to 75, like, this whole thing about, like, eating more plant-based stuff, by the time I make it to 75, I'm going to red meat, bacon, just brown liquor all the time. Like, at that point, why not? I got to say, when I worked at a restaurant in high school, always the customers that ordered the worst stuff, like, like the patty melts and the milkshakes always with the milkshakes were the older people. Like I'm talking like 75 and above. It was rare that somebody that wasn't like 75 or above did not order a milkshake. They love themselves a milkshake. They're treating themselves, man. They're that old. Yeah. I guess it's a, like easy way to get calories in too. It's like. Just live, live life. Milkshakes are delicious. We're on food. That must mean it's lunchtime. Oh. I'm a cookout milkshake guy. Oh. Cookout milkshakes. That uh, is a good milkshake. Do you, okay. Shake Shack does a pretty good milkshake. Their strawberry is good and their salted caramel that they have once in a while. It's delicious. Mm -hmm. Are you a fry in the milkshake guy? Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I'll so, dip anything. I'll dip, my, I'll dip my food in the milkshake. If I get chicken tenders, it's going into the milkshake too. But yeah, fries for sure. Like, cream, if I got chicken tenders and fries and a frosty from Wendy's, oh yeah, I'm dipping everything in the frosty. It was I, good to me. I like the combo of the heat of the the heat and the salty of the French fry and the yeah cold and creamy goodness of the milkshake mm -hmm. and frosty. Are you a regular frosty guy or are you going vanilla frosty? No, regular OG Frosty. Yeah. Dog. What are you yeah. talking about? Who gets vanilla Frosties? Is that even uh, still available? I don't know if it's still available. I just remember. I, I hope I it failed miserably. Failed. They're like, we're not going to do this anymore. <laughs> and, oh, yeah, I love vanilla. Don't get me wrong. But if you're going to get a Frosty, you better be getting a 
original frosty chocolate. A fro- yeah, a frosty to me is already like tastes like a hybrid vanilla yeah. chocolate kind of yeah. deal. Yeah, it's not a full chocolate. It's not a full chocolate. It's like either like a malted flavor to me or like a hybrid vanilla chocolate. It's not full chocolate. Yeah. Have you ever like eaten half your frosty, got home, put it in the freezer or the fridge, and tried to eat it again? It's terrible. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't hold it hold well. No, <laughs> my my roommate did that. I saw a frosty sitting in there. I was like, why not just eat the whole thing? I mean, milkshakes don't yeah. either, either really. Like, yeah, it's not ice cream. Like, yeah, it's, it's not ice cream. Certain thing. Anytime it melts and then you try and reconstitute it by putting it in the freezer yeah. or like it just doesn't. It's never. It's never the same. It's never the same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Strawberry cheesecake milkshake from Cookout is my damn jam. Oh, okay. never had it. It's incredible. I've actually never had a Cookout milkshake. Period. I think, I think we've talked about this. I don't know if we have. I don't recall. I always am like, oh, I'm going to do it, and then I guilt myself out of not ordering it. Just, just do it. Just do it. There's. Do you're over There's on the so south. Many options. There are, it's, it's great. Like you, you, you can pick any option you want. There's like how many flavors? 79 million. Something, something like that. Crazy. Aren't there ones like watermelon too? Like some. Oh yeah, yeah. There's crazy flavors. Yeah. I never really venture out like into some of that stuff, but like you like, can. Cookies and creams really good. Fresh banana. Cheesecake. Yeah. Banana. Hmm. Got some good stuff, man. They have a banana pudding one too. Oh. Yeah. That one. Sweet. In the same boat, but not the same thing. Smoothie King, big Smoothie King guy. Mm. Love smoothies. I'll make my own smoothies. I don't make my own. I, 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 make- I had a friend that used to make her own, and I tried it, and I just never could. I could never quite uh, pull it off. They were never good when I made them. The Smoothie King or any smoothie place are really good about like consistently getting their smoothies and have the same consistency. That makes sense. Did, As opposed to like a watery smoothie versus a thick smoothie, like they're pretty good about like consistently being the same thickness. Yeah. Were when you guys were in Michigan, were was like the Dairy Bar or any of those Frosty ice? Joe's. Well, Frosty Joey closed. It Frosty had, Joe's open when I drove when we drove by. Oh, okay, okay. Last time, like last yeah, year, it yeah, was closed. It was like. There was like 20 people lined up outside. Yeah. I was gonna there were so get many them. people outside of Frosty Joe's yeah. on Sunday. Yeah. The same as like New Hampshire. They got a couple good ice cream yeah. places on the way to the airport. and But there was like 30 people outside. I was like, I'm not waiting. Fine. Yeah. That's, I, I actually ate lunch at Frosty Joey a couple of years ago on the way to the track. They had like a sandwich deal that you could get. Huh. Yeah. Nice. It's not bad. It's, I mean, for roadside like shed food. That yeah. the owner at the time was questionable, you know, he had some tattoos and stuff that, you know, mm-hmm. questionable tattoos. Nothing wrong with that. Oh, yeah. Okay. I was like, nothing wrong oh, with that. Oh, questionable tattoos. Oh. I mean, when you get into like neck, neck tattoo territory, like. Yeah, that's. The time the tattoos start creeping up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. From here yeah. above, it's a little bit. When you got like a spider web on your head and a teardrop, then I'm starting to like, uh, okay, you know what? He didn't have those. He didn't have those. Uh. Um, but I think he had like a neck tattoo right here. And nothing against neck uh, tattoos. I just question them a little bit sometimes. You don't want the owner of an ice cream parlor to have them. You want this ice cream? It's no, thick I mean, ice cream. I would love to just 
be able to work at a coffee shop or scoop ice cream for a living. Just make people happy, give them coffee or ice cream. This two weeks in a row, Kim's Cups. I think I would have more tattoos if I worked at a coffee shop or an ice cream place. So I actually am a proponent of people that are at ice cream shops having lots of tattoos. On the neck and face or like arms? Anywhere. Maybe not the face or the neck. Again, face and neck, any. I feel like you're limiting, you're limiting your line of work if you go yeah like here it's like what is it the yakuza in japan like that it's a uh, organized crime but like their tattoos are all like if they're wearing a button-up shirt you can't see it because they can roll up their sleeves to like here and like it goes from like here so if you're wearing like a suit you'd never know yeah interesting yeah Mm -hmm. tattooed all to hell but then you can't tell if they're in a, in a suit or anything. So that'd be my tattoo. Chuck likes the organized crime unit tattoos of the Yakuza. Yeah. Yakuza, Yakuza fan. <laughs> I'm a fan of the Yakuza. Not going to say that too loud because now the government's probably coming after me. Yeah. And probably. speaking of coming yeah. after me, should probably come after the end and, of the podcast. Yeah. And all this milkshake talk has got me really wanting one. Yeah. So I might have to go get one. So I'm going to hit the music. Yeah. The, the corner store right down the street from me, they have bomb ice cream. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go down there and get me an ice cream cone. <sighs> yeah. That sounds My so good. My favorite ice cream is salt and straw. If you've ever been to Portland, salt and straw is legit. They ship too. Oh. It costs an arm and a leg to get it shipped because it comes on, dry, comes on dry ice, but it is freaking, they've got a sea salt caramel ribbon. Mm. Whoa. I'm going to have to make a peach cobbler and go get some ice cream then. Oh. You're just going to whip up a peach cobbler? I have a slow cooker now. <laughs> I can just put it in the slow cooker. Okay. Yeah. And it, it, it's not something you like whip up. Yeah, it is. A cobbler's easy to... I just... Wow. I, I'm ashamed of what I just said. A cobbler's just easy to whip up. It's really I just... Call it, I call it flour, sugar... Yeah, it is. Just peaches. On top of the fruit. Yeah. I mean, you basically... Pour the peaches in the pan or whatever you're cooking it in and then just dump the, the, the batter that you make on it and put it in the oven and next thing you know, boom, cobbler. Boom. There it is. Yeah, there I it is. So. Sam's Club. Or I know I had a Costco lasagna last night. It was pretty awesome. Yeah. Pretty awesome. I had I had fish. Salmon. I had I salmon. Mushroom and spinach omelet. Mm. I hope all of you listening to this and rating and reviewing in iTunes and liking and subscribing on YouTube are, are getting your lunches ready or your dinners ready because we have made you hungry at the end of this podcast. That's right. And thanks for listening. Yes. Bye. So, bye, everybody.